Uh, so annoying. I just recorded a video and I didn't turn on my microphone. Anyway, so Tom here again, and I'm sorry it's been two weeks because after the last video about do we trust God, I had to rethink, and thinking takes a long time for me. I don't know why, but it just does because I have so many different ideas. And I thought to myself that we're going into a world and we're already in a world where a lot of people, a lot of people, if you're watching this and you're you're really neutral or negative to Christianity, you're you're the exact reason why I had to really think this because I have a worldview that's a Christian perspective. But I realize that that really doesn't help you. And my goal here, what matters most, is to actually make the relationship between God and humanity known to everybody. And I have to just let go of my preconceived ideas and the foundations for what makes what makes the world make sense to me. And I have to put that aside and share with you from a perspective that makes sense for you. So that's why we have this on video today, because for me, the question that a lot of people ask is, what, what is my purpose? What am I doing? What is my calling? You know, should I be this? Should I be that? that? And, and it's a very important question because we don't want to waste our time. We want to make sure that every minute... I mean, <laughs> we all waste our time some to to some degree, watching that movie, watching that show, playing that game, that game too much, and you know, life is life is full of different distractions that we can amuse ourselves to death, and we can get sidetracked. But I think at the end of the day, if we're honest with ourselves, we really do think to ourselves, what it is that what it is that we're here for, and. I think that that's a good question, but I don't think that's actually the right first question to ask. I think that the most important question, the first question you should ask yourself is, why am I here? Because, I mean, I know we came from our mothers, but why do we exist? Why do humans, why why does the world around us, why did this little piece called Earth, this globe called Earth exist? that has habitable atmosphere, water, land, and people, us on it, in this really huge expanse of the universe. Why do we Why do we exist versus why do we not exist? I mean, could have been that we, we weren't meant to be here, or we could have not have been here. And the reason I say this is because once you answer the question why, then your what and your how of your purpose will actually fall into place. And 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 I share this with you because for me personally, I believe that a lot of what I do and what I try to do, I try to make sure that it's in alignment with what I believe and what I believe makes sense of the world. And that is my Christian worldview. And, and whether it's pursuing a career or pursuing enjoyment, friends, family, all that for me is in alignment with how do I live my life in accordance to what God, what I believe is God, um, um, asks us to live by, so that I can actually love Him and obey Him, and and not obey in a fear way, but obey Him because I want to actually please Him. Just like what we do with a, if we have a good relationship with our parents, if they tell us to do something, we don't obey out of fear. We obey because we love them and we want to do what pleases them. And. I think a lot of people focus on the purpose and 
you know, having a good family is not a bad thing. Enjoying, enjoying good food, enjoying friends, family, having a good career. And even if you do a lot of good, give a lot to don- charities and donate and spend time doing a lot of what we consider good. At the end of the day, if you consider that your ultimate purpose, and that is the only reason that gives you meaning, then I think that that's actually not a very, I mean, it might do good, but it's not a very big goal in life. I mean, it might sound kind of harsh, but if you just look at it objectively speaking, I mean, especially for those who think, oh, I want to pursue fun, I want to have relationships, do drugs, drink, and not even, you know, not worry about the world. I want to just like have fun, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. And you can take that perspective, but in a life, in a world where we're always trying to make sure that we don't miss out, we you only live once, how do we live our best life now? Once you answer the why, then, and, and there's no way around it. There's only two answers to that. And once you actually have that why answered, it's hard. You have to actually follow one or the other, and there's no other, there's no other way around it. It's just the way it is. Just the way it is, and this is how the world and how how we're 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 meant to live through life. So the first answer is, why are we here? You can say, well, we're here because of evolution, and we're here because of the I'll call it the God or nature. Through these millions and billions of years, we just happen to mutate and iteratively can continue improving until we actually came to be as human beings or as chimpanzees or as deer, antelope or wolves. And it's just all based upon nature and science and it's all just based upon a better mutation that helps us survive better. And is your consciousness? No, it's all just like a snapping of a snapping of synapse, firing of synapses, and you know these different electrons, atoms, that just come together, and and it's all just randomly put together, and there's no decision for why you do what you do. If you look at the world around you and you decide, you know what, evolution makes sense because there's evil. God doesn't make sense, and you want to just pursue this and make that your why, then your following actions will be determined by why you think you exist. The other answer, well, actually, before I go to the other answer, I'm, and I'm going to share, and and for me, you can choose this. It's fine. If you don't want to believe in God, that's up to you. It's totally fine. But there's this guy on, on Reddit and and it's <laughs> the subreddit is called, I think, existentialism, and he's a downer because if you read his his screed, and it is, I'll put up on on the screen here, it's very depressing because he says, "Why do we exist? Why do I exist? What's the meaning? There's no meaning. There's no purpose. I mean, there's good and there's bad, but the good is outweighed by the bad. Why do I have to live their life? And if you choose to actually have nature be the source of why you're here, then then this person's right. Because if you die tomorrow, I mean, your friends and family might be sad, but oh, well, you die. There's no meaning. Ultimately, you just die so that there's more resource, resources for those of us who are still alive. Or you live a long time and you can keep up your health and try to maximize it. But at the end of your 80, 90 years, you still die. And, and at the end of that time, you'll still realize that there's ultimately no 
purpose is all meaningless. And that's answer A. The God of nature leads you to a life that is determined by nature, and your consciousness is driven by just your natural reactions, and nothing has meaning. Even though, and I, I know this one guy, he used to be a Christian, and he says, Oh, yeah, I. I if, if for Thanksgiving he was saying, oh you know I I'm thankful to see my my kids being happy and blah 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 and he says I know and he says I know there's no meaning to this but during the time I see there's meaning because I see them my kids being happy and I think that's a conundrum because if our consciousness is created by nature then then how is you're thinking that there's meaning in this gives you these warm fuzzies, even meaningful, or even worth pondering about. It isn't. And, and I could tell he's thinking that it's meaningless. But for now, there's meaning. But if he was honest, but he, he, even he would say that the meaning that he thinks there's meaning to is meaningless. And again, that's answer A. The God of nature determines how you live and how you die, and nothing makes a difference. Makes a difference. Whereas the second answer is that there's something behind how we came to be. And I'll share this with you. I mean, if you look at a painting on the wall, if you look at you know the things around your camera, your computer, you know, the the books that you read. When you look at all these things, you know that there's some design and some purpose behind it, right? And you know that there's somebody that designed the iPhone. And there's somebody that actually thought about the words to put into the book so that you can enjoy this, enjoy that novel or enjoy that documentary, film, whatever. Because when you look at it, there's an order to it. And you know that it's not just a random, you know, uh, 20 monkeys in a room typing away, all of a sudden you get Shakespeare. You know that there's a certain order behind it. And if there's, a, if there's a beauty to the design around you, then you know that there is a designer behind that. And the second answer is you choose to accept that there is a supernatural being. And I'm not going to even say that you have to say it's the God of the Bible. You have to just say, you know what, there's some, some kind of supernatural being out there that is in control and that made the world the way it is and and I, I I don't want to share different perspectives about why this is actually a valid a valid answer because have you if, if you do some research you'll know that there is this concept called the golden ratio and you'll see it in people doing architecture you'll see it in the swirls of a sunflower you'll see it in the swirls of a nautilus and this golden ratio, 1 to 1.618, I believe. You can even see the same swirl in the golden ratio in the swirls of our Milky Way galaxy. And you think, well, heck, it's just accidental that that golden ratio just happened to make sense because nature, through millions of years, made it be the optimal number and um, um, ratio, and that's why it exists. I mean, you could, you could, you could ascribe it to that just to happenstance. But the question is, well, why could it not be that ratio? Why could it? Why could it be? Why couldn't it have been something else? And then, secondly, also, how do you actually address the issue of consciousness? I mean, people think, well, these neurons, neurons firing, the synapses, like our brains working, is uh, we can think, 
And this thinking process is our consciousness, which is, for me, makes up a this kind of spirit, spirit body, spirit being that I think is who we are. It's our consciousness that actually determines how we see the world. And I don't believe that nature can answer that, which is answer A. I believe that there has to be somebody that is a consciousness that has this invisible kind of being presence. Because if you look at the world around us, Homo sapiens, we give birth to Homo sapiens. So when you look at a child, even though they're a baby, you know that in 15, 20 years, they're going to be adults just like us. So a creative being, a baby, will reflect their creator. Hummingbirds come from hummingbirds. Beavers come from beavers, and, and so on and so forth. You know, you don't plant an apple tree expecting apricots. So you look at the world around us, there's a certain order that, to a higher probability, and this is where you have to do your research, you have to think, well, you know what? I think the odds of actually there being a being out there, supernatural being out there, makes more sense than there being a God of nature that actually made us what we are. So your two answers, nature versus a supernatural being. I won't get into like the, the, the different religions today, but once you have made that decision, then you need to actually start researching to find out, well, if this nature is how I'm here, then I need to live in accordance with that so that I can be in alignment with that and have integrity and not be hypocrite and to make sure that I live as closely to the values that this, this, why, this why I'm here um, dictates to me. And also on the same side, on the flip side, it's like if you believe there's a supernatural being that created you and that created the world around you, then the goal is to just trying to find out who is that being, who is that God or that theistic being that actually made made all of us, and and what is he expecting me to do, or what is she expecting, well, what is it expecting me to do? And once you find out that purpose, why not, once you find out that why, then you can start living your, li- your life on purpose, in alignment, knowing what you need to do and how you need to do it, and for what purpose you're doing it. And that, for me, allows you to live a life of integrity and wholeness so that at the end of your life, you look back and say, you know what, I did pursue all these different things, but it was all in pursuit for a higher purpose, for my ultimate ultimate meaning for why I'm here. And I will say that a lot of people think that Christians are just all full of blind faith. And I don't know why pastors or you know teachers or Christians, we lean too much on just saying have faith. I think that sometimes because we don't have enough answers to think about. We don't have enough answers to share with people to actually tell them to think and process because we have brains and we can process and make try to try to make sense of the world. But the world is full of probabilities. There's no certainties. Just as just as much as you ask a person, well, why do, why does nature make sense? They say, oh, we're still discovering. Science is always in the phase of discovery. So that is a probability. It's not a certainty. And that's why I call it theory of evolution instead of evolutionary fact. And I believe that once you get to this world where you think that there's a supernatural being out there, then you go into the metaphysical, this immature world, this unseen world, 
then you have to think, well, what is the probabilities of a supernatural being being real, being true? And you'd have to look at different evidences, whether it's through history or through nature or through cosmology, looking at the universe, or just through your mental, emotional, psychic, and logical evidence. And you have to kind of stack all these probabilities. And once you actually determine that, both for both for um, for um, answer A or answer B, once you stack it all up and you say, well, those probabilities are high enough so that it's actually, all, actually almost a certainty that a supernatural being exists. And you can actually have a reasonable and almost a certain faith that what you believe is true. And I will share probably the next video or two why it is that I believe and why Christianity for me is actually the answer to the supernatural being out there for answer being and why why I do what I do okay and just kind of give you a preview I exist because I want to make sure that I can make God known so that other people can have a relationship with him as much as I have a relationship with him and by making him known that allows you and all of us to be actually be to actually be able to have a relationship with and this is an amazing thought to have in a relationship with the God of the universe who created us, who created our bodies. If you look at our bodies, it's it's a beautiful work. The uh, circulatory systems, our lungs, the interaction between our arteries, the veins, our eyes, everything is beautifully created. And I mean, I, I don't want to persuade you right now, but I'm just sharing with you my perspective as to why I think that there is a design behind it. And I mean, people say, oh, there's no God, but and nature is their God. But if you look at how they live their lives and they and they think in a way, they, they think that they can take the place of God and they know the world better than God. Well, if they can actually create a human being or create a plant or create a tree or create ecosystems or, you know, rain, atmospheric systems, pressures, and create everything, then they'd be worth talking to. <laughs> okay? But until then, I really don't take take much of what they say with a lot of credibility because it's apples to oranges by a huge exponential factor of who we as humans are versus who this supernatural being out there is. And once you once you are able to understand that there's only two choices, either there's no God or there's a God. And once you know that and you think that there is a God, then you have to find out what kind of God makes the most sense of the world around you. And I mean, you might not like it, and you might not like the way, for example, Christians live out the Christian faith, but and I believe it's true. But if the Christian faith is true, then you might have to follow after it, after it. I mean, for those of you who are really questioning, like, do I even have to have a a spiritual faith? I just ask you to keep an open mind, thinking: Does answer A, nature, or answer B, a supernatural being, make more sense of this world around you? And then from there, we can go on to like, well, what does it mean to live after the God of nature versus a supernatural being? And for me, the God of the Bible. <sighs> All right, so I think 
That's it for today. Until next time then.